Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Your whole life can change in an instant. About 50 million adults in the United States have chronic pain. And because of a car accident, Robbie is one of them. In their marriage vows, Robbie and Sammy promise to stand by one another and provide strength when needed. And lately, they've been facing some of their biggest challenges. Join them as they share the ups and downs of living with chronic pain. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the painful truth of living with chronic pain. We are your hosts. I'm Robbie. And I'm Sammy. Today, we are going to be talking about stress and depression in the holiday season. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people deal with chronic pain and uh, mm-hmm. depression, and the holidays are always a jumping off point. Mm-hmm. But yeah. before we get into that, I got a couple of updates for you. Um, this year, we are going to be focusing on our production business, like our... You mean 2024? Yeah, 2024. Things are going to be changing with uh, Limitless Broadcasting. Um, We are going to be doing more subscription-based stuff for our content. So what that means is why I'm bringing this up here is because this is our biggest show on our network. And I think this is our most intimate show on the network. Mm -hmm. And so we never really hold anything back. What that means is uh, we will be releasing free stuff. We are working on a subscription-based platform that will have all of our shows, all of our episodes. You'll get ad-free content in the subscription base. You'll get access to it early, and you will get full episodes by joining. Mm -hmm. And what's great about joining our Limitless Broadcasting is we have six shows currently running. So you will get access to six shows of content. Mm-hmm. So not most, most podcast companies only have one to offer. We have six. Plus, you'll get access to our Limitless newsletter for free when you subscribe. But this is all coming next year. Mm-hmm. So I'm just letting you know that this is coming we don't want to 
catch you off guard or anything like that. But this is what we are working on. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the to the episode. Okay. So do you want me to start with the yeah. fact? Yeah, let's start with the fact. So did you know that 264 million people worldwide live with depression? In 2017, around 17.3 million adults age 18 or older in the U.S. had experienced at least one major depressive episode in the last year. So that's about 6.7% of total adults in the United States. And depression is actually the leading cause of disability in the United States among people who are ages 15 to 44. And around 39% of adults who had that major depressive episode didn't even receive treatment. I didn't know. One thing I did not know is that depression could be a a a disability. I mean, depending how severe it is. Yeah. That's one thing was new to me. That's clinical signs of depression can include the inability to not only do things you enjoy, but just be able to function. So it doesn't always just mean you can't do things like around your house or things you used to have fun with. It can also mean you can't work because you just physically are unable to. I've been so depressed that I couldn't get out of bed. Mm -hmm. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't really eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, with adding pain and depression, it just piles mm-hmm. it on, piles it on. Yeah, they can go hand in hand for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And when you're in pain and you're depressed, your pain just shoots up and skyrockets. Mm-hmm. Makes it worse. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Yeah, absolutely. And like you were saying, you wanted to talk about it now. I think we've, we have talked about this yeah. in the past, but it's still relevant it's, because, yeah. you know still an issue it's not like it gonna go away, away. you and know i mean again sammy and i are not doctors so if you feel like you are depressed please go mm-hmm. see your doctor therapist, therapist yeah or trusted friend to help you or get, get a help. dog or plant well, fish yeah somebody i mean yeah whoever you feel comfortable talking to because mm-hmm. it's a, it is a serious thing especially yeah. with I still have pain. I still have chronic pain. It still runs my life, no matter mm-hmm. what I try to do. I'm right. yeah, I'm active, but I'm only active to a point. I still am limited on doing a lot of things right. that I wouldn't be limited if I didn't have my accident. Mm-hmm. Right, and so yeah, I still get depressed over mm-hmm. this. It's not a thing that just goes away. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine people out there that with chronic pain going through the holidays, you know, yep. there are people out there that don't have anybody. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? Absolutely. So that's kind of why we're addressing this, this issue mm-hmm. because it is a, it is a major issue. Mm-hmm. So what are, what are the signs of depression? So you mean just in general? Just in general. I mean, like we were talking about lack of interest in things that you used to find fun. Right. And enjoyable. Not like you said, feeling so tired, um, you know, like abnormal sleep schedules. So you sleep all day. You can't sleep at all. Yeah. Those are classic signs. Yeah. Um, Not eating. Yeah. Changing appetite. Well, 
you may not eat or you may or start overeat. to eat exactly it's very individual as far as what may or may not happen for you personally when you feel depressed you know um yeah you may not be able to do anything at all all day things get neglected that you normally wouldn't neglect right and you're yeah i mean you just feel sad empty all lonely the time, lonely mm -hmm. like you're stuck you can't get out thoughts. of your situation yeah it could get as serious as you know wanting to harm yourself i mean yeah, it's a whole spectrum but just because maybe you're not at the point where you want to hurt yourself doesn't still mean it's not a valid feeling and that you still shouldn't talk to people right or have a therapy session or right whatever you know you need to do so yeah there's no minimum for when you should get help yeah or seek help yeah mm -hmm. absolutely and do you want to talk specifically now about like why the holidays can make it worse yeah okay so first of all everybody whether you have depression or not maybe you know you're not generally depressed even if you have a chronic illness but you kind of get through it the holidays can definitely just amp up feelings and make it worse because you know you watch like the hallmark movies and all these christmas movies yeah. and you know there's so much cheer and happiness especially by the end of them you know Everybody's maybe not together yeah so it's maybe not the whole movie but they always come together in the end it always works out but realistically the holidays are pretty stressful for everybody yeah especially depending on what you have going on with family and friends expectations that you place on yourself whether they're real or not you know because you might add extra stress to yourself with what you expect to get out of the holidays or think you should act like during the holidays true yeah that can definitely make a difference you know you think you should be happier than you are true it, that can all just make your feelings worse if you're already heading down that road or you're already depressed or if everybody else is happy and you're just like oh i can't i can't get that way yeah, and you feel like you more, should be more stress on you mm -hmm. yeah so i mean first of all the stress of holiday shopping yeah that's a big one you know again it's not like you have to have a huge list of people maybe there's one person you're shopping for but that doesn't mean it can't be stressful or it might be social obligations whether it's family get-togethers that you feel like you need to go to work-related get-togethers friends that want to get together even though they're your friends if you're depressed sometimes that can just be a lot to even get out of the house very much so to go or do get something. out of bed mm -hmm. yeah and especially add on the pain if you're one of those people that has a chronic illness or chronic pain that can make it already difficult and now you add on these extra obligations that you may feel yeah and depending on your group of friends whether they understand or don't understand that can make things more stressful that way too and it's tiring very much so <laughs> yeah like you said always, whether... i mean with me i was always tired mm -hmm. i was i just moped around i was just like i always told sammy had this dark cloud over me yes mm -hmm. and it just would never go away i have not said that in a long time but yeah. i remember being like i just have this dark cloud over me that just and i felt like that for years mm -hmm. like years and then it when i had my surgeries and my accident it amplified like yeah. 200 percent, and i exactly. was just like oh my god mm -hmm. and that's that's when i was like i think i should just you know yeah mm -hmm. bite the bullet 
Mm-hmm. But I always have this drive to succeed that mm-hmm. always outweighs anything for me. Yeah. Like, true. I always want to be successful. And that's right. probably the biggest reason why I didn't do that mm-hmm. is because I can't be successful if I'm dead. It's true. And so there's mm-hmm. things I want to do for my family and there's things I want to personally accomplished. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that if I'm, if I'm dead. I mean, this whole podcast network and everything spawned from this show. Right. That's why I think this is our most intimate show. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've given you a lot of truths. We've given you mm-hmm. a lot of things that most people only talk about with their friends. Yeah. And we tell you what's going on with us. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how you can tell we are really going through this. Yeah. And so I remember when I was taking narcotics, I do take stuff for pain, but not narcotics because mm-hmm. it just, it messes with my head too much. It makes me angry and really depressed. Mm-hmm. I think narcotics can you make you, make you more depressed. Yeah. Medications could definitely make it worse. Mm-hmm. On top of all the other stresses going on. Mm-hmm. If you're, I mean, at my height, I was probably taking 10 Percocet a day because my pain management people are like, Oh, if you, if you don't feel the relief, take another one, take another one. And mm-hmm. I was probably popping about 10 a day. Yeah. What is, what do you have to say? I, we've already been through this. You've, you've my opinions on this, but that's what they would tell me. And I'm like, I understand. okay. Okay. And then it would just, it would just lead into a spiral. Just, Oh, mm-hmm. I can't do this. I can't do that. And then finally I made a decision that I'm just going to live with the pain. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Don't get me wrong. I do not like living with pain. Yeah. I can't stand up for a long time. Can't sit down for a long time. I don't really sleep. Mm-hmm. And that that stresses me out. Because Sammy will be dead asleep and I'll be up. Yeah. And I, that that adds stress in my life. Mm-hmm. What, adds, what adds stress for you in the holidays? For the holiday, I mean... Well, I guess like or in just in general, this doesn't have well, to be just holiday. Well, yeah, I mean it can be in, yeah, general, but I know like particularly this time of year, like I know I always take time off, and I always want to make sure like I'm doing fun stuff when I have days off, you know. And but sometimes it's it's tiring to always be out and about. As much fun as it is. I always have fun when we're out doing things, but sometimes it's just like, oh my gosh, like you just get exhausted doing so much stuff when you're not at work. Yes. You know? And then it's like, oh, now all of a sudden all the days are gone and now you're back at work and you didn't get any rest on your time off. So I do feel like I do that a little bit where I'm just like, well, I want to make sure I'm like making the most of it. So I'm always doing something. Yes. No, I agree. Christmassy or holiday related or whatever, what have you. Um, finances definitely like you know because i want to buy gifts for everybody or make gifts for everybody but you have to be reasonable about what you're picking out or spending trying to stay on top of that definitely can be like stressful um sammy and i have both lost people yeah and that always 
Yeah, I mean, where did you get these? Because we, Robbie had looked up some facts. Like, where did you get this list about what Um, causes depression? uh, This is from Men's Health. Men's Health. Because I did notice on here, like, a lot of the stuff we already said, like, financial stress, expectations, Mm -hmm. pressures, travel stress. You know, that sucks. Airports are always garbage. Um, Family gatherings. But this says, first holiday season of... After the passing of someone you love, I'm going to throw a bullshit on that because you know what? Every Christmas sucks. Yeah. To a certain extent. See, I don't get along with my family. And they were, they would be nice to be able to get along with my brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, let's have Christmas. Let's Mm -hmm. do this. Do stuff that real families do. Have a big get together. Right. But but that always kind of brings me down is that Mm -hmm. I don't have the normal family life mm-hmm. and Sammy's right. You see the Hallmark channel and you see all these, how, what Christmas should be and what the yeah. expectations should be. And you're just, it's not like that. Mm-mm. No, not for everybody. And like, I mean, that's why I, I love watching Christmas movies and you know, Christmas has always been one of my favorite holidays, but since my dad died, I mean, that definitely put like a big damper. Thanks for that, by the way. But it puts like more of a damper on the season. Yeah. You know, like his passing was in real, you know, yesterday. Um, not literally yesterday. That was the anniversary. Let's it was be yesterday. clear on that. Yeah, it was yesterday. So it's like my mom and I like really specifically try and find fun things to go do. So we were out and about the whole afternoon going to the Magic Kingdom and the Grand Floridian and you know, doing like fun Christmassy things. But I mean, at the end of the day, the day, you know, this week is still just garbage because I, that's why I'm like the first holiday season is not a thing. It's literally all the holiday seasons suck. People say time heals all things. And that's not true. Especially like when somebody passes. No, no, that's not true at all. No, it's still, I mean, I'm sure for you too. Like it's not, the holidays are never the same afterwards and we try and have fun and make fun memories around it but it's not the same you know yeah i agree at the end of the day it's still depressing yeah you know and like and i've even had that you know now with with work talking to some like it's so sad but you know talking to especially like older patients and they'll be like oh you know like one lady was talking about how her husband had died like three years ago and it was around this time. And I'm just like, Oh, that really sucks. I'm sorry. You know, like another lady, her husband died. It wasn't that terribly long ago. Well, maybe been like five years ago or something. And she was somehow like all of her church lady friends were like, why are you still like crying about this? And I was just like, in the nicest way possible, I told her this, but I was basically like, you should just tell them all to fuck off because that's ridiculous. Clearly did not say that at work, but, and this is me now, personal life. You just tell those people to fuck off. If you want to go and be sad around the holidays because you miss somebody or whatever, you know, you miss the life you used to have because of a chronic illness, you can fucking be sad about it. It's fine. You don't have to be sad 24 seven because that's not good for you. Right. But if you want to sit down and be sad for a little bit about it, you can be sad about it. That's okay. Nobody should pressure you to not be sad about the situation. I agree with that. You know, 100%. and like for me, like 
you know, watching Christmas movies and stuff, I tend to latch on to Christmas movies I used to watch with my dad as being my favorites, or they are, I've noticed the movies like tend to be heavily dad, like related characters. So like the Santa Claus is my favorite. Right. Santa, you know, Christmas movie. And I love it. But there are times when I watch it where I just want to sit and cry for a while while it's on, you know, because it's very heavily dad related. Dad is this magical guy becomes Santa Claus, you know, and it, it does make me sad. And then I was even thinking like Elf, my dad and I loved watching that together because it's it's a fun movie. Yeah. Mean, in general. But again, Buddy's trying to connect with his dad and I was like, Oh, there's a pattern here. Okay. Noel is another new favorite of mine. It's on Disney Plus. It came out a couple years ago now. Probably more than a couple, but I'm not gonna look it up and depress myself with how many years it's really been. But that one her dad died. He was Santa Claus and he died. And I'm just like, yep. So I'm just going to sit and cry through the entire beginning of this movie too. Okay. You know, my dad was passed away before all these movies. I remember we liked, uh, Oh no. Cause Elf came out in like 2003, didn't it? I can't remember. And Santa Claus was a 1990s well, movie. I, I was going to say, we did just like, like Santa Jing Claus. Jingle all the way was a 1990s and, and movie. Like I remember Jingle seeing that in way. theaters, but we would, we had the Santa Claus on like, VHS. I mean, like, we were... Maybe. The maybe the Elf. I can't remember. I think it came out in, like, 2003 or something. Like, I really feel like it came out before we'll 2006. We'll double check that. But uh, yeah. I could be one of them. I mm -hmm. just can't remember when it actually Christmas came out. Vacation. Yeah, I said that. You know, yeah, like you are saying, but, like, my dad loved that movie, too. I, For me, like, it's little scenes. I don't know if you do this. I know we're, like, going on a tangent, but um, for me, there's that scene where um, the cat gets electrocuted under the, the chair. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my dad was just a special kind of guy. And that was probably one of the favorite scenes for him where he would just laugh incessantly at it. So when that scene comes up, it always makes me think of him, which yeah. is funny. Um, what about a Christmas story? That was a tradition yeah. to always watch is a Christmas story. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I would agree with that as well. And now they have the new updated one, which is... It's all right, but it's not as great as the first one. Well, I'm going to watch it. You know why? Because the dad dies. Spoiler, sorry. It came out a year ago. Get over it. Just, just fucking watch it anyway. But the dad dies, and that's one of the whole things, was he's not around this Christmas, and I'm just like... like the funny yeah. thing about it is, in that movie, he actually ends up like being the one that loved Christmas. And you yeah. don't you don't really think that in the first one. Well, he but to be fair, if you really go back and think about it, like he's the one who's just like, Oh, we're gonna go get the Christmas tree and he's bargaining to get the best and biggest tree he can. And she's literally like, This tree does not fit it's not quite Clark Griswold, mind you, level of this tree does not fit in our house because that's a whole nother story. But it's almost to that level. That tree is too big for their house. Yeah, and he's the one decorating. Like they're all decorating, but he's putting the star up. You're right, you right. Know? And, and he gets the bulbs. him, and he gets him the, the red rider. Yeah, the red rider. He was the one who made that Christmas extra special, so you could tell that was very important to him. Even though he was very gruff and tough yeah. on the kids, and you know, which again you have to look at the times, but he made that Christmas magical for him because he went out and he knew he wanted that red rider gun. And he went and he snuck it and he bought it and hid it in the corner. And, you know, of course, Ralphie thinks he didn't get it. It's so magical. So, yeah, I really do believe that vibe that 
you know, we're looking at it from Ralphie's point of view, which is his dad is a scary man. Yeah. But at the end of the day, look at what he did for him, you know. But yeah, so again, another movie that's obviously. So we all have stressors. Yeah. So it's not just depressors in life. And just to go back to, you know, what we're saying, like we're talking about losing people because that's big for us. But again, losing, like I kind of mentioned before, you can mourn for the person you used to be, the things you used to do. You know, I mean, like we, we go out and about and do things yeah, for Christmas, but there's always that thing now where, well, I don't know if you do this, but you know, when I'm looking at events and planning things, it's just like, well, Robbie can only do so much. Or I wonder if he'll be able to walk around and be fine this day. I wonder if this is something that he'll be able to enjoy thoroughly. Like it's always that now. Yeah. Before we didn't have to worry about that. You know, you may or may not have liked the event, but I didn't have to worry about like, well, can he walk around during this? How much walking is there? You know, what's, where's the, is there handicap parking included or is he going to have to walk really far from where we park? You know, if he needs a scooter, is there going to be one possibly available if it's just one of those days, you know, Mm -hmm. or like, you know, when we go to Disney, now granted, I don't, I don't really feel the need to be at Disney all day anymore because you're right. We live here. We live here. But uh, you know, like when we're out, I'm always feel like I have to, and I hope it's not annoying, but. No, you're, you're always. You know, I feel like, are you okay? Do you need a break? Do you need to sit down? Yeah. You know, because there's sometimes where I'm like, I don't really want to leave, but I can tell Robbie really kind of probably wants to leave at this point. And last night we were out and I was ready to go. I know. I was but, just like, there were so many people and so many lines. I was just ready to be done. But she wrote it out. Yeah, I did. You did it. Yeah, he did it. But yeah. But I mean, it's things like that. Like, I mean, for both of us, it's different perceptions. We had a, we but, had friends over from Indiana, Indianapolis. Yes. And mm-hmm. I really wanted to hang out with them at Disney. But I knew if I did, I would hinder them because mm-hmm. of my disabilities and whatnot. Because he can't do all of that because they were going to Hollywood Studios. And they were which... going to go on all these rides and everything. Yeah. And I was just like, well, they're here for only a short amount of time. I don't want to be that guy to say, oh, I can't do that. Even though you literally would be like, I'm fine. Like, you can go do what you want to do, and I can just hang out with you in between. Right. You would never be, like, mad that someone right, wants right. to go do something you can't do. You but know? I was just like, eh, I don't want to put them in that position, so mm-hmm. I'll just stay home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it would be better for everybody. And it, it's those things that people with pain have to have to do. Yeah, which can add to depression. You know, now you're like, well, I would really like to go participate in this, but I don't feel like I can. Or if I go, I'm going to be like you kind of used, you know, the phrasing like a burden or a hindrance hindrance, to other people's fun and enjoyment of this event, this place, this activity. Right. And I get that, you know, I mean, no offense, but... To a certain extent, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, because I know you'd be fine with waiting for stuff and whatever, but I like to spend time with you and have you go do things right. with me and have fun at the parks. But I also know that that limits sometimes what we can or can't do. Right. You know, and that it just it is what it is. But yeah, that can definitely add to the depression. 
Yeah. Of the, in your specific, you know, I mean, whatever situation maybe. We're but. talking about cases that we we deal with so every day. So you can day. understand like where we're coming We're trying from. to break this down to everybody to see yeah. where we're coming from and what. Mm -hmm. And we're hoping that you guys can kind of relate this to your guys' situation. Yeah. Because we don't know your stories. We don't know what's mm -hmm. happening with you guys. Yeah. But your this particular is, issues. This is what's going on with us. Yeah. This is what we in particular deal with at the holidays. And then... You know, and it's even like just picking out Christmas gifts sometimes, you know, trying to make sure I'm thoughtful of, you know, like, I don't want to give you like a, I don't know, like a zip lining tour. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be thoughtful too, like, of gifts yeah. and things. Um, it's, I mean, it's not so bad for us because we've been together for so long. We're not going to give me a stuff, extreme but, adventure tour. But yeah, like I mean, like you have to think of your partner too. Like there may be an activity you really want to go do. In this case, nobody wants to go zip lining. Let's just be clear on this, but just an example. But you know, like your partner may not be able to do an activity that you think would be fun to do as a couple. So you have to maybe like modify that too, even if you're doing, because we like to do experiences, not just like straight. Yeah. Things. Right. Necessarily for gifts. So, yeah. But uh, it's just, it's hard for everybody, or it can be hard for everybody, even people you think. Because everybody's going hard through for, something. Yeah. Because they, and we probably, I think we probably said this before, but just because you see it on social media doesn't mean it's the truth. Right. There was a while for a, there was a while ago that like I was using social media to vent, and I would put out like yeah. anything that's going wrong with me, mm -hmm. and people would be like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "This is social media, right? This is real." Yeah. And I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm not going to put out any mm -hmm. bullshit. This is exactly what's going on with me." Mm -hmm. And somebody reported my Facebook page. Yeah, they thought he was going to like. They thought I was really going to pop myself off. Yeah, and they were gonna like, hurt himself and Facebook was like, Are you okay? Yeah, I mean I'm not mad about that, but mm -hmm. like I I did that for a reason because I was just mm -hmm. like, this is supposed to be real life, right? Yeah. Nobody wants to hear what's really going on. Only they really want you no, to po post pictures fake. of what's go what you're doing or what vacation or anything. Mm -hmm. But if you post, oh I lost my job or mm -hmm. I have chronic pain and I can't get out of bed and mm -hmm. I cry for ten hours a day. You know, nobody really wants to hear that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. People don't want to go on social media and get more depressed. Right. Because they're already depressed with their lives. And I think like our generation to millennials in particular, I think we tend to really be all in our feelings. Like we don't know what to do with ourselves. I think we are probably some of the most depressed people out yeah. there. And I know they say some of that is because of the way our childhood was. Because we were coming up in the digital age, so we had kind of the best of both worlds, like the older, old school stuff. Okay. And the new stuff. And nothing just lives up to the way our childhood was. I've read that someplace. And so we're all perpetually depressed as adults. Have you read uh, that depression can be a figment of our imagination? Have you read that? No, that seems a bit weird to okay. me. Okay. I've had I've read headlines like that. Like depression is not real. Who's, like it, who's writing these headlines? I don't know. Like you have to choose to be depressed, and I was like, oh, oh sure, just like I'm sure people choose to be so depressed that they kill themselves. But okay, exactly. Yeah, that seems like a a great fantasy right there. Right. That is so obnoxious. 
So see that kind of stuff is just at least nowadays mental health is much more acceptable, you yeah. know. But they it's still not as accepted as it maybe will be someday, right? You know because you still get crap if you want to take a sick day because you need a mental health day and mm-hmm. you're not like ill. But you're you are if you are feeling so down or so burnt out or whatever's going on that you just can't do it and you need to call in sick. You should do that. You should not be judged for that because that's valid. If you, know? you can afford it. If you're able to call right. it. That's true. Yeah. Unfortunately, not everybody would be in that position. Right. Which is a whole another thing with the United States. and Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. Bullshit with that. But yeah. Yeah. So what can you do for people with depression? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we mentioned this a little to a certain extent, but. You know, you can check in, check with, in them. with them. Yeah. Whether they seem like they're cool or they do seem outwardly like they're struggling. Because like we said, you don't really know what's going on with somebody. You might, but you might not. They may right. just be pretending like they're okay. And as we just said, basically all of us are kind of struggling yeah. at some point with this holidays, whether it's you're just generally depressed, whether it's just stress from holiday shopping or having to buy gifts and you don't feel like you can afford them. You have kids you need to, you know, you want to take care of, whatever it may be. But yeah, just, just check out on everybody. Just, you know, are you doing all right this holiday season? Yeah. Do you want to take a break or do you need help with anything or are you okay? Cause you know, everyone likes to be kind of checked on and yeah. known that someone cares and is, concerned about them mm-hmm. and then uh you know this goes any time of year but just listening to somebody don't minimize what they're feeling you know even if you feel like that's crazy or they're just crazy doing time. too yeah. much you know mm-hmm. that's how they feel and in that moment it may be how they feel and in 10 minutes they talk it out and they're like you know what I'm I'm good now. I, I just better. really needed to have my crazy moment, you know, where I need to just get it all out. Right. Whatever is bothering me, whether it's put in reality or it's not in reality, you know, whatever it is, if it's bothering, it's bothering you. So just let them talk, whatever it is. And you can't fix everything. You can't make everything better. So sometimes it's best to just let them talk and just say, you know, I hear you. I understand. And if there's something you do to help, then offer to help. But yeah, at least correct. let them just feel comfortable talking to you. And then always, if you're so depressed that you, I mean, there's no bright line. What is it? Silver lining for you in anything. Or you just like every day is a struggle, whether you act like it is or not. I mean, you, you really pretty much know if it is or not. Yeah. You? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're at that place, you can hide it, but people yeah. still know something's going on. Yeah. You should probably talk to somebody. Yeah. And even if you're only, like, a little depressed, just talk to somebody. It's fine. You know, it's not going to hurt to talk to somebody, a professional who can... And the good thing about professionals is that they're not your friends. They're not your family. They don't really know you. No. and They're they, not going to judge you. No. And they will just listen to what you have to say and offer really truly sound if they're a good one and you're comfortable with them sound advice to help you work through what you're feeling and that's not i don't mean like they're always just gonna throw medicine at you whatever like their job is to say like okay well 
I know you're feeling this way, but what are ways we could cope with it? Or right. how could we deal with it? Or maybe you should look at it from a different perspective. And they're third parties, so you know that they have no agenda. They have no dog in your fight. No, they're just literally there to help. So, yeah, it's a year round. It's always good to talk to somebody, you know, and and whether you're talking to a professional or friends or whatever, you know, there's still stuff that you can do yeah. to help yourself feel better during the holiday. You know, again, this could really apply all year, but you know, this particular time of year can be diff extra difficult for everybody. So like one thing is realistic expectations, whether that's for what you can do during yeah. the day, what you can handle. Don't try, especially if you're dealing with pain, don't try to do mm -hmm. more than you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe even know like what time of day works best for you. Like I'm not gonna book us a seven a.m. breakfast. Yeah. Because Robbie will never make it to that. Or yeah. if he does, he's not gonna enjoy it. Yeah, I probably won't mm -hmm. enjoy that at all. No. So know your own personal expectations and be vocal about it. And then know if you're caring for someone, partners, family members, anyone you're around that you're including in events and whatever holiday things you may be up to know what they can actually reasonably do yeah, or handle because again, you don't want to put them in that situation where they feel uncomfortable or they just say no because they don't feel like they can go at all to whatever right. or participate. And to go along with that, you can say no. You can practice saying no. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's a scary word, but yeah. Saying no bring, gives you a lot of power. Yeah. Like, no, I, I can't handle that. No, I'm, I know that I said I could go, but I'm having a bad pain day or bad flare up or whatever. And I can't go any longer. I can't participate. I'm sorry. You know, just be realistic. Cause Absolutely. It, it is what it is, you know, and doing things that help you take care of yourself. So finding ways to relax. Or connecting with people that make you feel better or you feel like you can trust that won't push you. Trying to have fun, you know, whatever it is you need to do personally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, always make sure you take that time for yourself. Don't just kill yourself trying to be there for other people and meet all these expectations of the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, again, talk to somebody if you need to talk to somebody. That's part of self-care. Yes. I've seen a therapist and again, you can talk to friends if you feel comfortable, but therapy is always good too. Right. Yeah. So I think this is going to be our last show for 2023. 20, 2023. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most likely we won't be back until the new year. Right. So, so yeah. I mean, we've got plans already yeah, for we, future episodes. Yeah. We, we, love doing this we love producing this show we mm -hmm. love producing all of our shows yeah so that's why we want to step more of a subscription base because we it takes a lot of work for us to do six shows it does and yeah. so we're always around the clock editing things mm -hmm. coming up with ideas yeah trying to record this trying to record that mm -hmm. and so we do have another season coming yeah of the painful truth of living with chronic pain. Uh -huh. But again, it will be more of a subscription base. Uh, that's going to be not just that show, but pretty much all of our shows moving forward. Uh -huh. 
Uh, you can see us at different events. We do go to different, like, cons. We're, I know we're going to be at Spookala. Uh-huh. That's going to be in April, I believe. Next one is in April and then October. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in 2024, we have the House of Mouse Expo in March. Yep. I don't know what else we have. We have uh, Days of the Dead. Whatever else he signed up for. And then that's going to be in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be another one in Indiana. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I'll probably be so low on that. Samuel will have to work, but. Yeah, I can't go to you, all of you. You can definitely come and meet me. Mm-hmm. So definitely, yeah. I know the switch to uh, subscription base is kind of crazy, but, you know, for those of us that, the for those of you that really understand us and really want to support our journey, please do. Mm-hmm. We're a small media company. So everything helps us out. Yeah, for sure. So mm-hmm. have a Merry Christmas or a yes, Happy Merry Christmas Chris- or whatever. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. I was going to say that. Yes. Happy and New Year. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. We hope that you guys have the best time. Everything works out for you and your family. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning into this show. Thank you for turning in, into what it is today. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this helped us spawn our network. Yeah. We didn't really know, like, when we put this out, we were just like, well, maybe a few people will listen to this, but this has really taken hold. Mm-hmm. I don't sure. think a lot of people, there's a lot of shows in this space. Yeah. Actually talking this genuine, just genuine and candid, candid with you candidly. guys. Candidly. Yeah, candidly. There yes. Up. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for uh, tuning in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, can't believe 2023 is like over. I know, right? It's crazy. So we will see you in the new year. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain with Robbie and Sammy. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.